0: Hey, it's Bill Simmons. We're not just reacting to the NBA playoffs on my podcast. We're also doing it on the Ringer NBA show and the Mismatch podcast. They are coming after some of these NBA playoff games. Check it out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday nights on the Ringer Podcast Network.
1: All right, guys, you heard the intro music. You know what that means. Mike does the open of the show. If you thought that you were wrong, it's Monday, June 6th, and the times, they are a-changin'. You got your boy, sports boy, opening the show. And guess who's with us? Also, Mike. Mike, how was your weekend, bud? How you doing? Come along afterthought. That's what you say there. You're doing so good over there, just being quiet. I honestly did not think you were going to be able to make that whole me talking, you not saying anything work out, but you did. You did real good.
2: It's painful, but I let it happen, so. Um.
1: Guys, it's Monday, well, Tuesday, if you're listening to this like most people, but hope everybody had a great weekend. Um, We've got a great show for you, a number of things to talk about. Mike was uh, generous, I guess, enough to let me say the first words on the episode today. Thank you. Do I, I say? Can't, do I say I can't, thank you?
2: I can't even describe to you. Here's the thing, <laughs> I'm not making the sub.
1: Oh God, he's making it up.
2: My wife just comes in here and drops a wide open bowl of like orzo chicken pasta. Oh, honey, we're doing a podcast. The whole room now stinks. <laughs> I, it, it was excellent food. I'm Dude. gonna have it, but I. <laughs> Does she
1: know how many episodes I, we eat meals we're on? We're doing a podcast.
2: <laughs> I don't know if, I don't know where Orzo, she just took did it Did she slam the, the door? She, she didn't she slam, slam that. it. She did not slam it. She was in a very good mood. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with the Orzo right now.
1: I wouldn't mind a bite, but I mean, I don't have Orzo pasta. My wife did talk not bring me Orzo pasta during the podcast.
2: cards, Jesse. Please. I have so
1: many things to talk about with cards. Um, I, don't I don't care. Know Take about the lead. You. Go nuts. I don't know about you. I, as an Android man, my phone learns things about me. And on my news section, I, in just every single day, get new news stories. So I am excited to talk a lot about cards, a lot of different stories. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and hit them with the rundown. Today, we are going to be discussing NBA Finals, why guys are going up and why guys are going down. Because I have questions because some things don't seem to make a lot of sense. We're going to talk about a review of Prism Football. It's all anybody was talking so about this last weekend. All positive either. I'm excited to hear your take. Uh, we have release week. We're going to have a guest, Mark. Oh, is it Zablo? Zablo? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mark Zablo, uh, who we will get to meet in person as of tomorrow, tomorrow at Bleaker Trading. Correct. Uh, he is going to be joining us for a few. We'll talk we about have the event. If there's time, we're going to have a little straight facts, homie. Uh, I'd love to share with you a couple news stories I think you guys would enjoy. Sharing is caring. Poll on Facebook that you all participated in um, that we'll touch on. And then a couple other events before we get to mailbag. That being said, bottom line, here is your main open. Go.
2: That's, I don't have a main. What did you? You oh, just it, said bottom line. So I figured you had something to say about it. NBA so what, finals. What's oh, your pricing? oh, I'm sorry.
1: I'm still getting to talk. Oh, it's I'm not I'm not used to that. All right. Big picture. Take it away, Jesse. Thanks, Jesse. Give him the information. Some people like you know, to have you, know fun, I, I, you know what You don't feel like I just like witnessed?
2: Do you remember that video that went viral a couple years ago? The kid sneezed and then said, God bless you, and thanked himself <laughs> at the same time. That's like what you just That was the same equivalent. But you're doing good. So after that sneeze, what are we doing now?
1: Go ahead. Thank you for the lovely introduction, Mike. I do appreciate it. Yep. We are going to jump right into NBA Finals card pricing for some of the bigger guys. Um, Curry, Tatum, Poole, Smart. I don't know uh, if you've pulled up pricing uh, in the last week. I mean, last week, I think we talked about Tatum's pricing. He hasn't changed a whole lot, or at least I didn't think so. So Got blown out last night. That didn't help anybody. Well, so it was funny. He was doing, I think on the last show, we talked about his uh, 2017 Prism um, Silver rookie card. Did was doing like 14.02 for a PSA 10. Yeah. As of today I looked on card ladder and it was showing something actually very similar it was showing like 1440 uh, however there was a sale that is not being included that has since happened that card has now dropped down to 1310 is a nice little drop people were not happy with that loss apparently yesterday um any like the 1310 that's nothing that concerns you at this point, right? Like,
2: no, I just got blown out in a finals game. Lost. You dropped six, seven percent. Yeah, that makes that's sense. That's a normal
1: thing overall. Okay, because I did realize um, as I was going through the card ladder data, it also shows me who like of when you put all these cards together. It's funny. Curry and Pool have both gone down over the last month. Curry's down, and I'm looking at his 2009 Topps, um PSA nine card. That's a little bit more affordable. Something around like. $1,600 right now is what it's selling for. It's okay. down 20% this month. Pool is down 58% for his 2019 Prism Silver PSA 10. Um, but Tatum. What's that card going for? Like 200 bucks? A oh, Poole? that one's going for almost 400, 387. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But it was, it, I mean, literally in April of this year, it was doing almost 1,000. Yeah, he had a crazy stretch. Yeah, he had a really good trip. But he's definitely fallen off, and he continues to fall off. So so I guess my overall thought is, because then we look at Tatum, that Tatum Prism Silver is up 23% over the last month. Marcus Smart, um, he's up 54% over the last month for his 2014 Prism PSA 10. Um, is this like a sign of the the hobby kind of like, Putting their faith in the uh, Celtics win, or is this just more of a hey, they're performing better than a lot of people thought, and they were underpriced?
2: Yeah, I think that's what it is. No one thought the Celtics were going to the finals. Now you've got only Marcus Smart on a run to the finals, wins Defensive Player of the Year, Jason Tatum's looked really good at times. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nothing, so it, I don't think there's anything there to make a whole. Yeah. No. Nothing. Nothing. No big takeaway from that, in my opinion.
1: Nothing big going on. Okay. I nope. I was curious when I saw that the. The other thing I did pull up that has nothing to do with those NBA finals but it is still That's NBA. Fine. Zion pricing. So what is Zion pricing doing across the board? What do you see? So I pulled up his base uh to begin with just and I will change it just out from to there. Just insult the people. The base is if you don't already know this, this is one of the most if not the most over, uh produced card ever as far as Well, hang PSA on, 10s it has the go. highest
2: population of a PSA yes. 10 ever.
1: Excuse like me. Like twenty three thousand ish. Twenty one, yeah, twenty one. So it's, it's right up there at the top with almost anything. Yep. So, but that being the case, there's still it's still being valued at one hundred ninety six dollars.
2: Not bad. I mean, it was a thousand dollars early last year when
1: we were selling them, but yeah, the fact that he's at least rebounded for two hundred bucks. All right. Now for a silver, which is I think a much more reasonable pop count of 14, 1500, 1500, 1600 bucks. Thirteen hundred.
2: Oh, that's down too? Okay. Yeah, now... I'm telling you, if if you... I, I'm not saying this kid's going to be great. And I think the market, the offseason, there's a lot of things that are going to continue to drop those prices down. Yeah. But, like, in two months, if you told me that that silver was, like, a 1000 bucks, I don't think it's the worst card to buy, you know, a month, two months out of the season. No, he's, I mean... He's an exciting player. That was a playoff team without him. I think they're probably going to be a playoff team next year if he's healthy. And he's going to have some games where he goes off for 30 points and some, like highlight dunks it is a hype based market and that dude still has a ton of hype despite being you know what we perceive to be out of shape and he obviously didn't step on the court this year
1: so well, I, I think that he will make news beyond just the sports world the fact that zion comes back i think it'll make like yeah, first your game regular- he comes
2: back Yeah. exactly so, yeah, I- Actually, it's funny you said this, so we're leaving for Bleecker in the morning. I was reorganizing all my Zion cases. I try to keep my cases like in order of, hey, what am I trying to sell immediately? What is PC stuff? Because that's that's really how I do it. Certain cards, like, hey, uh, immediately liquid. If I could move them right now, I move them. Other cards, so like in that pile right now, there's a lot of my Tatum stuff, a lot of baseball. I feel like, hey, if it goes, move it right away um the marvel stuff that we all we moved off of today we'll talk about that later that was all in that kind of like that that's kind of like the liquid box like if you can move it today you move it today i've got the other extreme would be like the long-term box it's stuff like in my box right now i was looking i got like some nice randy moss rookies albert Pulhos. it's where i keep most of my lebron and kobe stuff because right now it's either down kobe lebron way down or Pulhos, peyton actually there's a few terry bradshaw's in there unite us I just don't think universally it has the respect. So that's honestly in a box. It's like, who cares? I'm never really moving it unless something crazy happens. I've got the PC box as well, which PC to me is like, I bring those things to a show. But as soon as somebody wants to look, hey, I'm only moving these cards to replace them with a better version of the same card or that same player. I.e., when I traded the Bill Russell, Larry Bird auto, I traded up for a Brady rookie. I'm good to do that. Zion gotcha. is now in the same box with my huge stack of Kyle Lewis cards, which are not worth anything right now. Uh, the massive stack of KD rookies, they'll hold until next season. That's kind of where those are. But I did—I yeah. officially took him out of the liquid box. Let's just throw him in the in the closet for a few months, and let's see what he does next year. I mean, we're only a few months away from the start of the season, anyways. Mini camps and stuff. So I—I
1: I you know go. many don't care about my opinion when it comes to sports card specific things, but I am definitely a buy. There are Zion. some that do, though. There are some that you would, do, yes. Okay. And it doesn't matter who they are, but they're there. And I am a there buy on Zion. Are any that do that are not of relation to you? There, I am a buy on Zion, and I think that... Not right
2: now. No, don't do uh, it no, now.
1: Well, here's the thing. He is at the lowest that he has ever been right now. He's going to keep going off-season, you, dude. And we're I don't know. L- Listen, I, though. This is why. I will make pick, my point. Go ahead and make your point. You just said you would make your point, and you stayed in silence. I, I will, but I want you to finish because Okay, so here's you-
2: here's my three points. In general, the card hobby has a negative aura around it. Everything's down. The sky's still crashing. Overall negativity, he is going into the offseason, and we're getting away from the news that prevented this— that, that actually just gave the bump of, hey, he's now cleared. All of those things are going to continue. I think two months is the time to buy him.
1: Okay. Your I- thoughts, Rhodes. And Our I'm age. saying this. I'm saying this strictly as a. I'm sure no one's going to listen, but hopefully we can look back and see maybe Jesse has a little credibility. If you look mm. over his pricing over the last three months, he's stayed actually pretty stagnant. Like there's not, and I'm I'm kind of basing the barometer I'm using is his base card because there's just That's so many line. of them. So if you look at his base card, he's it's really been pretty stagnant. However, it, there's been you know there's always over the last three months there's been a lot of like. Is he coming back? Is he not coming back? When there was this little news of like, hey, he's healthy. He's kind of clear to go over the last, what was that, last week or something? Yep. He did get a little bit of a bump. I think the fact that he was already stagnant, he wasn't really doing anything. In the At this point, the only news we're probably going to see is maybe like, oh, Zion's training. Oh, Zion just did a dunk and they posted it on Instagram or something like that. Zion I just think-
2: raided a KFC. <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, also a Zion, fair Zion just attacked a Taco
2: Bell, your, your favorite. <laughs> but,
1: but I that's think a
2: joke, I'm just I, I I'm actually Taco rooting Bell. for Zion. Go but ahead. I
1: do think that the news is going to be more hype, and I think it's okay. going to, I don't think we go down from this point. That's okay. all I'm saying. Agree to disagree, but I'm fair that's enough. fine. Uh, let's move on. I do want to talk about yeah.
2: Prism Football. I'd like you to pull up Prism Football on, on Blowout right now and tell me the pricing of Hobby and First Off the Line boxes. So Hobby released Friday. So Panini releases them on their website, as they always have done. They came out, people were making a big deal of this. Hey, how is this stuff sitting overnight? Because normally with a a release like Prism, it's going to sell out quick. Mm -hmm. They came out too high. $1,349 on the website. Too much. Like, we just saw, first off the line, close under fifteen hundred. dollars I thought that was a mistake, by opinion, quite frankly. I thought you should have come out at like 1100 It would have sold out immediately. The buzz would have been much better. As soon yeah. as it sells out, the secondary market then reflects like, oh, it sold out at 11 It could have done 15 So boxes are flying at 15 Instead, I think they just came out too high. Didn't love that. Uh, it did sell out the next day. It sold out Saturday afternoon. So it's not like it sat for days. Um,
1: what do you think guys were getting at who had allocation? Oh, our allocation price
2: was like, oh, man. No, less than 300 because it's a it's a twelve
1: box case and the cost was like three thousand and change. For the case it was three thousand. Correct. Holy Under three hundred bucks a That's, box. Man. So so the reason I asked that is just because, okay, does that mean that we will see some of the bigger guys who have allocation start to ask less as the rest of the market uh deems this not being worth it at those prices? Or no. are they gonna keep forcing these high prices? I mean you again,
2: why would you you're not gonna come down too much? Like you you're not gonna charge sixteen hundred bucks a box now.
1: Well if they if they well, do like interest, right interest well or if What's interest starts to slow. Uh this will be a big price indi- is the same as last week for the prism box uh fifteen eighty nine and first off just the line or is that hobby? Sl- that's hobby. Okay. Um first off the line is slightly less at really? uh twenty two ninety nine, so fifty bucks less.
2: Oh, oh, less than it was. Still less it way was more than week. Hobby was. Okay, I yeah, get yeah, you. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. Again, you're talking about the same thing that I factored in with Zion. Overall, kind of a negative climate. Some of it, there's truth behind. Other guys, just guys love doom and gloom because people like to whine. We're in the middle of the offseason still. That's not helping football right now. However... And I will contend this any day of the week. The guys who whine about this football class, it's amazing to me people even are allowed to complain about the the class. Now, separate on field mm-hmm. from from hobby hype and from hobby pricing. You've got this year probably five to six starting quarterbacks, including Davis Mills, Trey Lance on the fence. So five to six quarterbacks. I mean, people would argue the best receiver in football with Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith. St. Omre, Jalen Waddle, who just set the record, Kyle Pitts, a top five type tight end, Najee Harris, Javante Williams. What are we talking about? Like, I don't understand how guys are down on this class. And then it's like, well, oh, none of these quarterbacks are going to be that good. I mean, Mac Jones won 10 games last year. I don't think he's great, but it was his rookie season. Mm -hmm. You're pretty happy with that. Trevor Lawrence had games where he looked good, despite having a coach who was an absolute donkey, you know, hanging out at clubs with cheerleaders and everything else urban myers was doing he's gone you bring in an actual coach i actually think there's a reason for optimism justin fields i think is probably going to be better this year than last zach wilson reasons for optimism so i think it's more just the climate right now has a tendency of being negative where before the the national so things are a little bit slow and it's the off season however the product itself there are some issues this year. Every year, you always see these stories where there's that one box didn't have enough autos or this. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen every year with every product, no matter who makes it. I definitely have seen that more this year than in the past. More boxes with just one auto. The wild card points thing. When you say are,
1: that, are you saying that because like you see Twitter or in our Facebook or something like that where both, guys are saying this? Eddie's had the same issue. Okay, um, That's an issue to me.
2: You know, I, I know it's going to happen on the flagship product of the year it needs to happen less. Okay. Uh, period. Same thing with the quality of printing. The surface this year and the centering, pretty rough. I think you're going to see pop counts be pretty low this year and stay fairly low compared to the last couple years of Prism because I think the printing this year is a bit of an issue. Um, now, there's one complaint, though, that I think is funny. Like, guys have been pulling the Rex Ryan cards. Why are there Rex Ryan? He's a coach for the Ravens in this. Oh, you right know, they're, they're pulling this guy. Why would I want a, a coach's auto? I'll be honest with you. His autos outsells the majority of the players in this product. Not even close. Obviously, oh, not really? the star players, but he outsells a common or a semi-star by three to five times. And then other people, well, the checklist is too big. Well, they're making more product. You expand the checklist. You expand the color. Pretty much how that goes. Um, so there's reasons to be down. Some of it is justified. A lot of it is still just whining. Oh, it's unbelievably high priced. It's prism. Last year's is twenty five hundred. Like we're coming up on the season, what do you? So that argument, I don't care. The quality control arguments, I think there's some validation to. And I do, That's one of the few questions. Mark's only coming on for a few minutes. I actually do want to ask him his thoughts on Prism. The coolest thing that happened with Prism this week, though, I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. Some 13 year old kid. I saw the video. It's all oh, over. Yeah, dude, 13 year old kid rips a one of one Mac Jones black uh, non auto the report was it already sold for $100,000. No and way. And then resold for a hundred and twenty, and is now listed for a hundred i have not confirmed any of that, Ooh. but let me just make this clear too. If you watch that video, anybody who comes away from that video just smiling, like this kid just changed the course of his life. If you have any other reaction than that, I think you're a turd. I'm going to oh, be honest with you. Because there
1: are people that weren't happy Dude, that the comments kid got it. Oh,
2: daddy's money. Like, what? Dude, he's 13. Like, what? And then people in the chat immediately, that's not even close to 100,000. The ignorance of people and just the need to crap on moments of joy. Yeah. It really is a joke. It only ever happens on social media because cowards like that don't show their face. But like, I read that and I was like, you got to be kidding. You can't just be happy for this kid. Who cares if it is his dad's money? The kid was like hyperventilating. He was so happy. I th- that was to me the coolest experience of Prism this entire year. Not even uh, since close. I didn't.
1: I just saw pictures. And I never saw the video. Was he ripping his own box? Like he had yep. his own box of it that he yep. ripped. Okay, he was
2: going card by card. He just he's shaking and screaming wow. to the point of like hyperventilating. It was
1: awesome. It I was do see the see. card listed on eBay right now. Is it one seventy nine or something? No, no. Mac Jones. Let me just you're not Mac right. Jones Auto twenty twenty one an Auto. Oh, it's not an auto. Oh, no, okay.
2: and it's not listed on Face on eBay right now. Oh, okay. Um, it did say
1: one of one, but now I'm seeing yeah. it's. Yeah, it I'm was amazing.
2: Go watch the video. If you have any sort of a speckle of a heart in your body, it's going to make you smile.
1: It was pretty cool um, to see. I have a question about the other product that comes out in the next uh, week or so: the Panini Prism Football No Huddle Box. What is? It's just that? a different. It's just a different skew.
2: It'll have different parallels. Like first off the line, hobby. You have H two. You'll have blasters,
1: megas. It's just a different variation of prism. When that happens, like, is there like a when there's a print, you know, out of someone has a signature out of twenty five. Will there have ever be like you know twenty in the regular prism hobby box, and then five more of yeah, them? Yeah, there in, could like, be like, like a blue okay. to
2: one forty nine or to one fifty. You might have them in hobby and in H two. Now, first off the line is generally a little different, different numbering there, but yeah, there's some crossover for sure.
1: So okay, cool. I wasn't sure about the popularity because the pricing is, right now, it's like less than half. So Yeah, it's a way
2: different chase. Always much, much less. No huddle, H2, all those things. Quite a bit cheaper than hobby. Um, Real quick, then, we got a few minutes before Mark jumps in. The other Panini product, uh, now this one. Say what you want about Prism. Some guys are not as high on it. You know what? I take that back. Let's talk about that poll from Facebook. Do you have that pulled up by chance?
1: If not, I can get it. The poll, I don't have pulled up, but I can get it. Actually, Um, I got it right here.
2: So basically, we did a poll because we talked about this last week, like I think you actually led to the question, like, hey, what is the go-to product Mm -hmm. uh, for football? So it was decent. I I just posted it early this morning, 550 votes. Uh, And basically I phrased it as like, what's the go-to? You can, whatever that means to you, like what is your Rushmore of product here? Um, That's all I want. I don't care if it's value, however you base that, just what comes to mind. Overwhelmingly, 43% prism, 19% NT. So, and by the way, those are my top two votes. My third was Contenders, which came in at number five. Actually, that's not true.
1: Number six. Four.
2: No, Contender? it's not it's in order. Oh, it's so,
1: not in the right order. And
2: Flawless was my other. So, so again, top to bottom. Prism won, 43%. NT was two, 19%. This next one actually surprised me, and and I heard a lot of the comments about it. Yeah. Guys really like Optic because of the rated rookie. I just have never enjoyed that product, but... it. it I was actually kind of like, okay, cool. I'm glad to see this. So Optic, those were the three. After that, you're half. Select and Flawless were both only 7%. I was surprised. Contenders. This tells me that the hobby, and if you notice the guys, people even ask in the mailbag, we'll kind of hit this at the end again. Like, you know, did Contenders used to be bigger than it is? Mm -hmm. It used to be massive. In 1999, when it came out, I think it was 99. It was either, uh, no, I take it back because 98 Peyton had autos, but 99 was the first like incredible set. All the quarterbacks, Donovan McNabb, um, Dante ever. 1999. I remember I was in eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade. It was like the coolest product we had ever seen at the time. And it gave you like the chase. It was like a full set of autographs. Like this is insane. It was awesome. Ricky Williams came out then. Um, I was surprised to see contenders only got
1: five percent, but what is the other way? So, so there's also an other that got two percent. What other ones would you think of? I couldn't think of. I'm I'm sure I'm missing some,
2: but nothing really popped into my head. Like the other, I mean, score football. Maybe people like yeah, even oh. though it's a cheap one, maybe people like it and it's very accessible. Gotcha. Um, Gold standards another one that kind of came to mind. I don't think we're missing anything glaring though. So okay, but
1: prism obviously prism at
2: forty three percent. NT at nineteen. Yeah. Uh, optic at 14 those are the three far and away the three top ones there so i thought that was interesting
3: um okay, and we cool. can we
2: can talk about noir for just a minute mark's not here um 2021-22 noir basketball comes out uh is it the eighth i think it comes out wednesday of this week uh so the box comes out as of say the eighth, the eighth. i yep. dare you i did i don't know pricing on this noir is crazy expensive Noir is one of the best visual, like visually one of the best looking products of the year. How much is
1: too much? One pack per box, ten cards per pack. Okay, hang on. How many boxes in a case? Uh in a case. Throwing some curveballs at you. A lot of curveballs. Trouble, Let's trouble see. with the curve. Do you remember that movie? Four. Uh he's got uh he can't hit the curve. Uh Hook? What? In the movie Hook, he says he can't hit the he can't hit the curve. Robin Williams dresses a pirate. Watching his son oh. play baseball for Captain Hook. Dustin Hoffman, the pirate, by the way. Captain so, Hook. Glenn Close, also one of the pirates. A lot of people do. I was know talking that.
2: about trouble with the curve with Clint Eastwood, Justin uh-huh. Timberlake. Ever heard of him? By the way, that is still my bucket list this year. What? Justin Timberlake <laughs> will FaceTime my wife. That will be the greatest thing that's ever happened. Uh, but the dude had trouble with the curve. What are we talking about? Four <laughs> I box thought case. you were talking about Hook. All right. Uh, it's four... a four box case. Yes. Oh, man. I'm going to say $7,500. For the case or the box? Oh, boy. I'm way off then for the case, but $10,000? Oh, you, you want to double that initial. It's fifteen dollars a case? $13,500. Wow. It is an awesome-looking product, but yeah, that's crazy expensive. Um, This is one, again, do not mess with boxes and cases. Just get into group breaks. Honestly, the only only play on that product. However, the Spotlight Autos, the Sneaker Autos in the past... The RPAs, it's an awesome product, but you got to find a way to get in cheap. All right. Now, this that... is first off the line. I will... Oh, so yeah, I wanted hobby. Tell you what, let's oh, get Mark in here okay. and you can do hobby. We got the bleaker team joining us. We thought we were just getting one. We got a three pack over here. We got we Mark. We did not
1: sign up for that.
2: Mark, Jess, and Jake. How you guys doing?
0: How you guys doing? We All thought right. we figured we'd come straight to numbers against you guys.
2: I like it, man. Three to three. We might have to have Mike turn his camera on so we can balance this out here. <laughs> My goodness. Well, hey, guys, we how just, are you? Thank you for we joining. We were just talking about Noir. What are your thoughts on Noir basketball?
3: Honestly, I mean, it's nice, but there's there's higher end stuff. There's eminence. There's stuff that looks similar to it. I mean, I'm not a big fan of it, but I'm excited to see what it looks like every year because they like to change it up. So it's definitely for collectors. I like the autos.
2: I do like the yeah. So Jesse, what's a hobby case? He was just asking me the price. I was so way it was, off.
1: So the pricing that we gave for first off the line was from blowout, and it was going for like 30. 13? Well, for for a case, it was thirteen five. What's the um, hobby? For the hobby, I've got a box of it here for twenty five hundred. We just invited you guys on so we could we could run through numbers. That was it. That was Honestly, the whole, the whole we were just
2: this. kind of surprised you about how mad. high. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Back to the point at hand now. Bleaker's like we didn't need to be here for this conversation. <laughs> um, no, I mean we, honestly, Bleecker's one of the coolest shops. We're going to be doing some stuff tomorrow night, Tuesday night. bleaker Trading. We will be there for the trade night with Carvin. We got a bunch of free stuff we're bringing. Um, I honestly, Mark, I just wanted to kind of have what sets you guys apart as a as a shop as a brand. Because I mean, we don't have a lot of card shops on here because it's kind of all the same. What kind of sets you guys apart?
0: I think, you know, unlike most shops, we don't really sell things. Um, you Not know, like for- <laughs>
1: <that>. <laughs> You could say unlike most shops there. Yeah, that's I, I don't know many that don't sell, but go ahead.
0: Yeah, so that's, you know, I think that's part of the mysticism with us. But no, look, we we really launched this as, you know, we felt there was a need for A place for the hobby to gather and build community in New York City. And, you know, I think at that point in 2020, what set us apart was there were not, there was really nowhere to congregate around cards in the hobby in all of New York. Now, moving forward, there's a handful of stores in and around the New York area. And I think just what continues to set us apart is the community we've built and how we've really become a vessel in between what the brands are doing in the hobby. And, and the hobbyists themselves. And so even if you think about what we have coming up uh, tomorrow night with you guys, um, you know, I don't know the last time, Mike, you were in New York or, you know, Jesse, it seems like we're, we're, you're gracing us just for a few hours. Um, but I'll think, be
1: there most of the time. I mean, seven to ten at least. Bruh. All right. Yeah. And,
0: <laughs> yeah, and so I think it's it's really kind of how we approach community and, you know, our, our commitment to that.
2: So the trade nights have become kind of your calling card right now. But I know you. So what is the future? Like, I know, again, trade because even like the trade nights, I do like you guys are unique. You do it in person and it's much more of an event than other trade nights, which is great. But like going forward, where, where do you guys kind of see the brand? What's the vision for the brand moving forward?
0: vision for the brand is to, you know, look back at the community that we've been able to organize and really build with. And then turn that around and mobilize it. I think if you look at the partners that we're starting to work with, whether it's, you know, your collectors and your goldens and your fanatics, or you look at some of the newer brands that we're starting to touch. Loop had an incredible event here the other day. Um, you know, again, I think we're being appreciated for, and I hate to keep using that word, but it just makes sense of that vessel we've become in between the kind of where we sit around the collectors, the brands um, and everything that touches that. So. Our expansion, I think what you'll see is more opportunities for hobbyists and brands to talk and kind of where we sit in between. We have a lot of events we're programming leading up to the Nationals, starting with June 18th with we're producing trading card night at Red Bull Stadium. Uh, We have about 15, 20 different brands, influencers, breakers, podcasters, everyone but you guys pretty much um, coming to (laughs) hang out at at a – And really taking over the beer garden won't be a drinking session, but making that a hobby experience followed by a game. So one of the first times we're seeing live events combined with trading cards, we saw what Fenway did the other day. That was super inspiring to us. And, you know, continuing to bring those experiences that elevate the hobby, hopefully, you know, Mike, not fully paid for by bleaker very soon.
1: Nice. Nice. I've got a question. How does this work for the average guy who wants to come in? Like, Obviously, you guys have to make money. You guys aren't selling anything. Like, do is there a fee, or do you guys just walk in off the street anytime? How does that work?
0: Walking off the street anytime. Um, you know, as like I said, we've been building the community, and we look at we're looking at ways to eventually turn that on its head a little bit more through our membership and some other corporate programs that we're looking at. But for now, um, it's really coming off the street. We like to believe that people come here, we ask you to RSVP, we know who you are, we're building uh, um, relationships with people who know each other. With our relationship with Cards & Coffee as they've taken on the retail space next door, um, yes, there's opportunity to buy wax and buy singles and that that, that you know that touches us very slightly. Um, you know, we wanna see them succeed and, and share the backyard with us. Um, but overall, no, I think what we like to look, look at it is, Jesse, it feels exclusive but it's incredibly inclusive. Um, you know, every event is RSVP so we know you're coming, but you know, as long as you're a collector, you know, we we're looking forward to having you.
1: Just to be clear, I will be the most important person there tomorrow You'll be the tallest no? person. That's fair no. to say.
0: Well, we heard we heard a rumor that you might be the only person who does have their own headshots for people to sign.
1: Hey, hey, hey Mark, you cut it out right now. But yeah, maybe. We'll see. I you love not- that. I- I may or may not have. Oh, he's bringing
2: him. Jess, uh, this is his literally what he is. The only reason he's going is so he can pass out headshots and act like Tom Hanks.
1: They're only $98 a, bu- uh, a go. So it's really reasonable. Tom so. Hanks as Sheriff Woody, not like Saving Private
2: Ryan, Tom Hanks.
1: <laughs> just so we can Why get to. I, sure? I just want to make sure the scale is set appropriately. <laughs>
0: do you
2: guys have karaoke there?
0: Uh, we, can bring, we can bring it in. We do have the screen Bro. in the back Speakers. We've never oh. done karaoke. Can, be a- can we
2: have one song tomorrow night?
1: <laughs> Jesse no, is a I legend. I don't want to be the only guy who comes in and Who's does karaoke. Who's going to follow you when you bring the house down? Are you kidding Dude, me? Dude. You know,
0: it's- one thing One thing Bleeker is. you know, we've done a lot of first in the hobby, and I don't think we've done karaoke yet. So that was okay. pretty Jesse. <laughs> yeah, I think we, we have to do that. But look, I think, you know, Mike, what's exciting about tomorrow, Jesse, what's exciting about tomorrow you know, we we really look at everything we do as a partnership. We look at everything we do as you know something that's not just going to be something we do once, and you know people can kind of benefit from the long term. And so, really, what we're most excited about, and Jess can talk a little bit more about it, is uh, we're going to be on Car Shop Live. And as people don't really look at us as breakers, um, obviously breaks with Jess, you know, it does bring a different element to what we do. Jordan from Clubhouse as we're all very excited about, but you know, having the chance to jump on with you guys is um is something that we're we're very
1: pumped about. Nice. Man, I couldn't have said it better. That's awesome. So uh, just when, when it
2: comes to breaking, what's kind of the cuz I know you've scaled back some of the actual just day-to-day breaking. What does that operation look like now?
3: So basically what we're doing is we have a great partner Jordan who's, you know, you guys know him from Clubhouse. He basically is an amazing personality. He knows what he's talking about. So He's, a, he's like, a spaz.
1: Yeah. He's very calm and collected. Wait, the Jordan, like from the Mint Collective Jordan? (laughs) Yep. That's where Jesse was first exposed. We never talked about Jordan coming on the app. Does he know there are rules? Oh, he's going to do great. He has the perfect energy for it. Oh, my goodness.
0: We were so so motivated by Mike's crowdfunding of Jordan to Mint Collective (laughs) that uh, we decided to take up a similar fund and actually bring him in tomorrow night from
1: Chicago as well. Oh, dear Lord. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, there's going to be mistakes. Okay. Well, tell us more, Jess.
3: He's excited on the app. So my day-to-day is a little bit easier uh, because you guys know, I mean, your app's amazing. And as more people join, you know, it's, it's going to become busier and busier and busier. So, uh, there's, you know, around here, it's the social club. Me breaking nonstop is going to be me sorting, me shipping and all of, all of that. I love sports cards. I love breaking. But, you know, sometimes I feel as if I'm better at Trying and manage like the trade nights, our partnerships and trying to elevate the hobbies in ways that I'm better at doing so and managing my time better. So as much as I miss breaking nonstop, I don't miss the sorting, shipping, screwing everything up sometimes. Um, so that's why we have Jordan, but I'll definitely be like airing on the app um, for, for special events. You know, when I get to be with people also probably bringing some talent, it's going to be really cool. So, you know, Jordan's going to be there for fun. I'm going to be there sometimes for fun. It's just, it's going to be fun. And that's what that's what I think it should be about.
0: And I think that's what really drew us to want to partner with you guys on this was we know we can make it fun. And, you know, as, as breaking is not our main source of revenue. You know, we get to have you know a good opportunity to have some consistency with Jordan. And I think what Jess is doing to start managing some breakers, allow us to work more satellite with them. We get to tap into her expertise, her understanding of management, relationship building, protecting our brand. Uh, but at the same time allowing us to scale further our partnership with GTS hopefully further our partnership with fanatics don't believe the hype uh, we did not uh quote unquote merge with cards and coffee because we have a secret allocation relationship coming with fanatics we love y'all to believe it but <laughs> frankly not true um so yeah we just sure. broke
2: you <laughs> just broke news of a rumor and dispelled it and we hadn't even heard the rumor yet that was impressive
0: I like I'm that. Old. Almost as good as Cajun Goldberg in one right I'm telling
1: you much better so, so when does when does Bleecker go nationwide? Have you guys talked about opening up another shop or anything like that?
0: oh um we've talked a lot we have Jake fun. in the
1: background smiling like he he's gonna say something that you're not
0: that's because Jake's ready to move out of New York so uh. we have we have some fun ideas planned, but no Jake lives upstairs he ain't never leaving oh. uh, but no we look we have a lot of fun ideas um you know, they, we've talked about it a bunch in a lot of obvious cities. I think for now, we really want to focus on rocking through this summer. Um, we think it's an important time of year leading up to the national. And, you know, we think with what we have planned heading into the fall, it's going to be ripe to kill it. So, um, you know, we'll we'll really focus on making this the destination. And then I think we'll evaluate where we want to go next as we head into the fall.
2: Yeah. So and just so I can get this straight, because I, I like to goof around, whatever. So tomorrow night at Bleaker Trading uh excuse me is it bleaker Spo- by the way what is the official name i always call it bleaker trading
1: bleaker
0: trading with a oh, it c is. In- there's a c most people forget
2: B L E C K E R.
0: yes not bleacher trading
2: bleaker trading. <laughs> absolutely not bleaker trading tomorrow night seven o'clock to ten o'clock live trade event with me and of course jesse's karaoke we're gonna have the cards with a qr code you scan it you download the app for free everybody who does that in your community will get 10 bucks for free and then, um, if Jess is cool with this, your Jess, not my Jess. I don't like this actually. <laughs> Jess, you just be Jess. Jesse will be Jesse. We'll do that. I, I thought I Wednesday night, Jesse. I was thinking we could each do a free box break, courtesy of Card Shop Live, for anybody who. But again, just for the bleaker crowd, I'll go live on my channel. We'll random it up, get thirty names, do it. You go do a box, one quick box, get the whole crowd involved. Does that well, work for it- you guys?
0: That'd be great. 100%. Let us throw some merch in as well.
2: Awesome. Yeah, we'd love it. We're bringing up merch. I actually just, I was telling Jesse, you'll hear it in the, the early part of the podcast. I just finished loading up my box. That's all I'm bringing is cards for trade night. Cause this is a legit trade night,
1: correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You know,
0: this is, uh, you know, the collectors show up, you know, so even the nice. young kids are ready to be hustled. Um, but this Will is. Will there a- be
1: many celebrity cards there? Jesse, make sure you bring extra pens, okay? Oh, baby. I got nothing but pins. Look. Two of them right there. <laughs> there you go. Ready, ready for autographs. All right,
2: cool. <laughs> awesome. Hey, thank you guys. So we, again, that's Mark, Jess, and Jake from Bleaker Trading. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, you should definitely show up. The 18th at Red Bull Stadium. Uh And then hopefully, we had, we kind of toyed around with this off-air. Hopefully in Nashville in the next few months, too, we get an event going here. Uh Because we would love to have that happen. And then Wednesday night on Card Shop Live, we will have a, a live event ripping some stuff for the Bleaker crowd. So appreciate the time, guys.
0: Can't wait. Gentlemen, thank you for having us. Awesome. We'll see you tomorrow
2: night. All right, so there you go, Bleaker. That's the Bleaker gang. Um, I'm excited. I, I actually really enjoy trade nights. I'm bringing, like I said, I'm bringing that PC box with me to try to trade up, and I am savagely hunting. I, Dude, I hate to do this because I don't like to give you credit.
1: Ever. Yeah, no, I know, but like, I'm you so could excited. Pull me, Tell me right now.
2: You could pull me from a burning building, and I'd be like, yeah. dude, you couldn't put the fire out? Like, what are we doing here? When
1: you apologized to me the other day, and you actually used the word sorry, like, I didn't know what to do, We're pretty actually. good at apologizing. Uh, the, you. You, you don't usually say sorry. No. Like, you will apologize, but you I'm won't I'm sorry say, you're so I'm sensitive.
2: <laughs> um, no, but you kind of got me going with this whole, like, the celebrity stuff and, like, the, the, the mm-hmm. non-sports- And then we did that Marvel box. So, by the way, if you, I don't, most people don't from the podcast, don't don't follow the YouTube show. But if you did, we have that running segment still, Capital Nonsense, where we rip a box like, hey, this is what we paid, this is what we sold stuff for, or here's what we graded and the grading cost, then what it sold for. So, we did a box of Marvel, 1990 Marvel Impel, the first year. The box was $650. The grading was like, again, roughly $1,200. We had about $1,850 into this stuff. We sold a ton of the singles ourselves. By the way, I forgot. I still have about a hundred raw singles. I know, we're just gonna yeah. blow out at this point. Whatever. But I then decided I got so into it when the grading came back from SGC uh, for twenty three bucks a card. We were getting the cards back in like two weeks. We got a ton of tens. So I bought out one of every copy of the tens we got back because I am like I'm honestly I'm like nerding out. I'm just starting to build the set. So there's one hundred and sixty two cards. One of them is the checklist, which I will I don't I'm not ever spending money on a checklist. 161 cards. I've got 19. I'm putting together a full SGC 10 set. I say that because if you're going to Bleaker tomorrow night, bring those with you. I will buy them from you. Or just hit us up on social and I'll buy them.
1: Are you specifically looking for SGC 10, though? That's no all I'm grades. doing. SGC, okay.
2: I love the look of the tucks with yeah. that. Not oh, I to agree. mention the five-day grading for some of the bigger cards. Again, go through Nash cards. It's 50 bucks. You get them back in a week.
1: If it's anybody to wants to get in on some of that, I do have a few of the other 10s, and I have three more boxes of that that I will be breaking over. Probably not this week, since we've got a number of things going oh, on, yeah. but Pick next week. I think next Wednesday, uh, next Tuesday, I will be breaking. we do breaking. Daytime, like daytime? Afternoon? Uh, what are we thinking? Let me make a decision, because I haven't given it any thought, so let me make a decision on next episode. But okay. I will be breaking next week another box Packs of that marble And some of the... I'm going to do like a giveaway for at least one or two additional graded cards to go with those. So there you go. Um, Honestly,
2: though, that's what's got me back in the hobby as much as anything now from an actual enjoyment standpoint is the set building. So I got the Marvel set, which again, I've got 12% of it. That 2001 Sign of the Times football autograph set I'm still messing with. I enjoy that. So Um, anyways, all right, the only other thing I've got on here. I do want to get the straight facts, homie. Let me rattle through this grading real quick. Okay. PSA, so people got very, very excited about this. I don't think people necessarily read the fine print. So PSA did just open up value again for $30 a card. Go ahead and check the fine print. They will not start grading these until they are through the backlog. They are estimating 120 days.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't, I'll be honest. I think even that's probably light. I think it's going to be a little longer than that. So before you, and if you want to sign up for it, again, I'm not discouraging you. But don't sign up thinking you're getting these cards back in like a month or two. It's after the backlog starts. That's when they will get working on these. So just wanted to kind of put that in there to make sure it's a little bit tempered. Uh, but Nash cards, uh, our buddy Chris is offering that 30 bucks a card. Um, he also still has SGC at 23 bucks a card. And those are coming back in 22-ish days And then Chris is doing the grand opening. It's another live event we're doing this Saturday, the 11th. So there's a trade night and like kind of the grand opening during the day. So it's here in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. So if you're going to be around here, just look it up. It's kind of all over the place. It's right outside of
1: Nashville, if you're in Nashville. Yeah,
2: right outside of Nashville. Um, So again, grand opening is Saturday, June 11th at 12 o'clock. But then there's the trade night and the party starting at 6. That's when me and Jesse will be there. And Peter, the president of SGC, will be there as well. Um. Pizza party, trade night, all that kind of stuff. So, what kind sure. of
1: pizza do you think? Did they say toppings? Or
2: I'll tell you right now, if it's Little Caesars, uh, we're dropping him as a sponsor. I don't think he would do that for us.
1: <laughs> oh God! So, what if he was doing that? Um, he would. Never. Okay, actually, that segues nicely into the first thing I was going to talk about in Straight Facts Homing. So, with that being said, May grading numbers were interesting. Um, I think we can all understand that PSA is always going to be the probably the largest, at least for the foreseeable future. A number of grades. They did 900,000 grades in May. SGC actually came in second, 96,000. Uh, Beckett with 88,000 and CSG with 76,000.
2: So just so you know, that is the same order as the past three or four months. SGC has yeah. been second in volume, but BGS has, stepped, has closed the gap huge as well, number three, which is interesting.
1: I think CSG, to the fact that they're grading so cheaply, is also increased their numbers. They just quite jacked a bit. their rates up, though, so that's going to yeah. that's going to cool off. Um, so most of it is Michael Jordan So it, For the most part, it's all basketball So But a lot of it is Michael Jordan stuff, uh, some Kobe, LeBron, Shaquille. Uh, basically, a lot of uh, not complete vintage, but old timers. Um, I just wanted to touch on that real quick. Next point was there's a new tops uh, product. Tops. 2022 Bowman Mega Box product. Have you seen this? Do you know anything about this product? Yeah, Bowman Megas. Yep. Well, they're basically putting it out uh, for $45 this year. It's another one of these you would get at Target. Mm-hmm. Is there any interest in that? I was looking over it.
2: Yeah, because if you pull,
1: you so you're chasing Bowman first, the prospects, mm-hmm. and if you pull their color, big money. Yep. Okay. It's cheap. Okay. Um I just figured we don't talk about it much I wanted to It's a retail that product there. that's why but it's, yeah it can be a decent product sure. And I just you know I know you and I we talk about the hobby the most part there's just so many guys who are like well I go to Target and I go to Walmart for my cards so figure. I
2: mean the retail space is massive in hobby in the hobby now
1: for sure. Um I I thought this was interesting just because we've seen a lot of guys having break-ins at their card shops and people you know trimming cards and all that and they it just seems like a lot of people have gotten away with a number of things. So, this is interesting that there's a guy in Ohio who was faking signed uh Honus Wagner cards, the T206. That's the Honus Wagner card, right? T206. Faking signed copies of this? Yes. Um so he is actually now uh, being brought up on federal charges. Good. I think it's interesting to see that it's not just like a joke anymore. Like, oh, I took your cardboard and you took my cardboard. I mess with that and this. No, I mean, obviously, when you're getting into crazy money like this, federal prosecuting is getting involved. I, I just thought it was nice because especially when I was thinking about Nash cards being like broken into twice in less than six months, you know, it's just kind of crazy. Um, and then there was one other thing. Oh, LeBron triple logo, man. Golden has this card going up for auction. I believe it goes up for auction on June the eighth. Um, they're ex- they're expecting it to be the set the record over six point six million. So
2: really, it, it, it's, this is interesting to me. I'm very very curious what this card sells for now because originally the bounty was a million. Yep. Then it was two. Then it was three. Then it was oh well you know what now it's five, and now it's going to set the record at six point six. I'd be shocked. I'd be very, very surprised if that goes anywhere near. I don't think it's going to go over three million, quite frankly.
1: Oh, really? I, I mean, I, here's the only honest. thing. Do you I, know I, where I got that story? I got that nope. story from TMZ, and then I got it also on CNN. It's not like it, this will be something that's not just for hobby enthusiasts. You know, like this Who's will it be. For? It'll be for anybody who thinks that modern culture is cool, because that's this is like a modern. It's like a crypto. The guys who spend money on the crypto punks and however many millions on that stuff. So I'm just thinking it could be, it could actually go for that, but maybe not. Maybe it doesn't.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, do you know when it closes at auction? Is, it, is I'm guessing it's a premiere three week. Uh, I don't have that. We will update it next show. I, I do. I would be very, very surprised if it goes over three million dollars.
1: Okay. As I an mean,
2: actual bid, they're going to add the twenty percent buyer premium to it as well. Actual bid before the juice. I w- three million is where I
1: thought I thought it would close. So we'll see. Should we start taking bets right now? It just you did three, $3 million. million.
2: I don't bet though. So how Promises, dare you?
1: I mean, a gentleman's bet. Three point five million.
2: That's where you're going before the juice. 3.5. closest
1: $3. closest without going over. No, uh, before the juice. Um, yeah, three point five. Okay. There it
2: is. One other quick note, because again, we get the questions about selling cards all the time. And this is a change from one of our guys on our socials. So we still use PC sports cards and five-star cards, both great consignment options. And now they both accept rock consignment as well. Matt was already doing that with five-star, but PC now is accepting rock consignment. So if you want to get linked up with them or any of the grading guys, any of the people we talk about on the show, basically, they're all sponsoring our other socials. So it's all on our website, sportscardsnonsense.com, card services, all the discount links, <clears throat> all the codes, all that's there as well. So just wanted to mention that because now I'm very excited. Why? For Mailbag.
1: Oh, boy. I have Mailbag is from Facebook. The first question, J.D. Pearson, do you want the short or long version? You have what? Mailbag. The, the first question, it has a short and a long version. So the first
2: question's above that, but that's okay.
1: Oh, yeah. for I don't know why that one wasn't showing up. Uh, I'll go back to it, but hey, since I'm already on this one. It's not your fault. That's really. Do you know a movie that's from? It's yes, not your of course. Fault.
2: Okay, move on. Who doesn't? Take it easy, bro.
1: I got her Are number. you going to do karaoke, like them apples. I mean, since you kind of told them Dude, I would. Dude, that would be killer. Here's the thing. It's weird if the audience isn't into it. Like, If people you are just like pe- standing people around. People are there to see I, you. No, they're not. They're there to see everybody else, okay? Where's I honestly, else? I'm the sideshow that comes in. I will do something if the audience hey, is demanding boy, of it. Be
2: nice to my friend, Jesse.
1: <laughs> Thanks. All
2: right, what's that question, though? That'd be nice to
1: hear. I'm going to give you the short version. Um, yeah, I don't want the long version. Let's yeah. go. So, is the Facebook group what you expected and hoped it would be as a resource slash forum for card enthusiasts? So, I
2: believe... Well, Facebook does this as well because obviously people make fake accounts, double accounts, whatever. There was a time this past week we had surpassed 35,000. We are now
1: down to 34.4. We never surpassed 35,000. I watch it every day. We
2: did this week, it was a thing. And then Facebook did their thing where they were deleting inactive accounts and we dropped by 600. So, absolutely, we
1: did. Absolutely um, didn't. Whatever. You don't watch Facebook anywhere near as much I as watch I watch it every single day. It does not make sense that we would have jumped to 34.1. funny from and you still never 4. know what's 1. going on. That's yeah. fine. Short for... So
2: the group is is much bigger than we ever thought it would get. Mm-hmm. Yes and no. I mean, it's a good resource at times. At other times, it's like any other social media outlet. There's a bunch of trolls and clowns and donkeys. And we we try to admin it as best we can. But like it is what it is. So yeah, there's times I'm I'm honestly I look at them like this is a joke. Like, why are people you know, either getting upset or being, we've tried to crack down a little bit, but I w- would what I like, I would obviously like it more if it were just more straight to the point. But there is the nonsense factor that I don't mind. So in general, I'm I'm fine with where it is. We have really started cracking down on the what's my card worth type of stuff. Cause inevitably it would just turn into, okay, who wants to buy my card? Well, you if you want to know what it's worth, go look it up. Plenty of resources. And we don't allow selling there because I don't want to deal with that. So we're going to clean that up. I think that's actually going to be a nice step in the right direction. In general, I am pleased with the group.
1: Question two, please. Johnny Watt, Mike, I want to know your favorite non flagship products in the three major sports, either for fun or investment.
2: Yeah, I mean, just for fun, like baseball, like I've always said, I love, I love flawless baseball. I don't care that there's no logo. I'm always chasing Griffey cards out of that. Um, so, always been a big fan of flawless baseball. Um, for football, I really liked old school tops football, like early two thousands tops football was my heyday. The color refractors and stuff, tops chrome, especially. Um, of course, you can't really get that anymore. Um, gold standard is one I actually think they do a really nice job with now. I think it's unique. I kind of again stickerados I don't love, but the rest of it I've I've always kind of enjoyed. Gold standard and immaculate football and basketball also. Again, the price tag is very prohibitive. I like, though, the fact that the patches are super unique if you had a nice one.
1: So a little bit of an uh, answer there. Boom, okay. roasted. Thank you very much. Michael C. and front. Not really a question, but more of a request with the National a little more than a month away. Can you maybe do a primer as at some point for us first timers, tips to prep, do's and don'ts, et cetera? Yeah, I think we usually do that when before we go to a big show, and we did it last year. We yeah. might as well do something again this year. Next. All right, Drew is our next question. What kind of a Uh, name
2: is that, by the way? That's not a birth name.
1: Zach Drew, I'm pretty sure, is in the app. I'm pretty sure I've talked to him before. I don't Um, trust him. I don't know who MetaZach is, but I don't trust him at all. Why is Prism so hyped when the cards aren't thick auto patches and just basic 30-point card autos or colored, uh, bordered, numbered cards? Also, the quality of these cards seem very low quality. We kind of talked about that.
2: I would answer the question with a question. Why is anything hyped? There's never really a good reason. It's hyped because that's what the that's what the general audience tells you. That's the same with Prism. Uh, what makes Prism more desirable than gold standard? It's not to me. I would much rather have a gold standard box. In no world do I do I expect gold standard to overtake Prism, though. It's hyped. Uh, why it's- the hype started, where it started, you'll never find an answer. But it's hard to get rid of it. So Prism is the king right now. That's just the way it goes. There's nothing overly unique and crazy about it. It's a decent looking product. I think Panini makes much better products, much more unique football products, but Prism
1: is the king. And that's just how it is right now. Mox Cods wants to know. Is there any, or I'm sorry, is there enough NBA hobby interest around the finals that I should sell a big card for someone who isn't playing? No. Or wait till next season. There it is.
2: Okay. Yep. He's asking specifically about an Anthony Edwards. No reason to sell that right now.
1: Absolutely not, buddy. I would wait. He's a stud. Hold it. Nick Shipper, can Mike provide a breakdown of co- uh, card supply chain? I'm I'm not going to keep
2: going into it. Yeah, let me, I'll work in some of the rest of it. Yeah. Um, You know, he talks about like allocation, distribution. Um, How does it go from a manufacturer to a breaker to an LCS? So in general, you have... The two retail outlets you see, again, taking away Blowout and Dave Adams and Steel City, you have breakers or you have local card shops. So local card shops, some of the big breakers, but mostly not, mostly just local card shops, will buy direct from the manufacturers, i.e. Panini or Tops. They'll get a small allocation there. However, after that, we get it from distributors. The big three are Peach State, GTS, and Southern Hobby. Now, there's three or four other distributors, five actually, that are kind of in that same boat. I did, by the way, just talk to our buddy Mitch, and he said those guys, Mitch from the bullpen, a lot of those other non-big three are getting cut off totally from tops moving forward, which is interesting to hear. Um, But Panini decides, hey, we're going to sell this amount direct to the public on our website like they did with Prism. We're going to allocate this much to the big three distributors just to keep it easy. Distributors then look and say, okay, we've got 200 accounts. You know These guys spend X amount of dollars, it's going to get you X amount of cases. That's how cases are then allocated on release day or the week of release. For Prism, for example, hey, Geo Breaks, you got three cases. Uh, if you want to buy up to three more for the retail price of, let's call it $12,000, you can do that. So you get your three allocated cases That's 3000 ish your three rebuy cases at $12,000. Most big breakers, that's what they're doing. You crunch it all together, get your price, your cost average, you move forward. Local card shops, it's pretty much the same. They get a little bit more direct access, but in general, they're getting the majority of their product from distribution. That's why, by the way, that's why distribution changing with tops cutting, cutting out certain distribution altogether and heavily limiting the big three, that's why for people in the business, this is a major shift in the landscape.
1: You've mentioned in the past, I don't remember what it was, that there was some kind of benefit to getting allocation if you had a brick and mortar store. Is that true? What's?
2: So there's certain promotions, Tops, especially Tops, that even Panini would run, that would be brick-and-mortar only. Um, Upper Deck, as well, only sells to brick-and-mortar stores. Brick-and-mortar stores have a little bit more access to direct accounts, so there's definitely a benefit there. Oh, okay. Does it outweigh um, the cost and the overhead? I don't yeah. really know. So in some locations, for sure. Other locations, I don't think it does, but I've never really looked into that, ever.
1: Uh, Don Getter's. Do you think it's kind of crappy A Prison Football Retail Megas this year now will only have a... And you'll have to tell the audience what this is. Memorabilia card. Mm. He said mem. Yep. So oh. a jersey card. Oh, instead of an auto. So it's only going to have a memorabilia card instead so, of an auto.
2: So here's the reason... I mean, do I, I would rather have an auto. Everybody would. However, making it only a memorabilia card is now going to really keep the value of those down and you can still hit big color. So uh, if the value stays low then I think it's a win-win. You're not paying for an auto. Not to mention, again, the criticism is, well, most of these autos are $5. Okay, then let's just keep box prices way down and not get an auto. Most people are not chasing that anyway. So I, I don't really mind it, as long as the, the resale value of the box stays lower as well to reflect the non-auto. Uh, Nick Shipper. Can I just read the second part of Don's question? I thought, At what point will Mike oh, yeah. literally pull out his hair due <laughs> to donkeys on Facebook? <laughs>
1: uh, he can't say that anymore.
2: Because he got that's in right. I've been suspended twice on Facebook for saying he's, donkey now. He's
1: going for strike three now. Yep. What would happen? I don't know. Not to mention, oh, my last
2: one, as a matter of fact, uh, said somebody was clown, trying to right? sell. And I was like, hey, if you continue to try to sell, we're going to have to kick you, kick oh, you from right. the group. I was, I received a notice from Facebook that I had threatened violence and I was oh.
1: suspended for a day. <laughs> Did you hear this was not in the Facebook group? It was just on Instagram. I commented, someone posted a picture on Instagram of a spider in their house. And I commented, oh, you're going to want to go ahead and burn that house down. And I got flagged from Instagram as an inappropriate comment inciting violence. So we're I mean, having a good time. Oh
2: man, can I do some quick live negotiations?
1: No, no, okay, focus, focus, focus. I'm focus. focused.
2: I'm so focused.
1: All right, Nick Shipper, why did prison football take so long to sell out? Was it price print run both? Yeah, we um, talked about this. It was the price, yeah. I
2: think. And and again, so long. I, I believe it was the next day. I'm almost positive it was Saturday. It might have been Sunday. Um.
1: Okay, Rico say, Sure. Uh, what do you think of St. Louis Cardinals prospect player Brendan Donovan? Check out my reply
2: real quick to this.
1: Mike said to him yep. in reply, I know less than nothing about Donovan. Granted, let me actually read what you said. So I know less than north Ting Bayout Donovan, but we will hit the other points here on the podcast for Correct. sure, sir. I don't think Mike has once gone back and read a statement that he typed out before he hit send. I just, if anybody was curious.
2: I think I have read my statements that I've sent about as much as you've prepared for the mailbag. Very little. So moving on. You know what?
1: <laughs> Your comments are not necessary because mine were true and yours are false. Right, so Adam, his, up,
2: his, hang on. You're gonna re, we do have, I do want to touch on his other point. He says, do you see upside with Justin Fields, Ian Book, Davis Mills? I think there's upside on all three of those guys. And strangely enough, I think Ian Book, because of how cheap he is and how little I trust Jameis, I think there's kind of an interesting play there. So, anyways, there
1: you go. Adam Agata, if you could pull certain elements from every brand. Yeah, I kind of like this. What would your ideal card art look like? Photography of stadium, design of prism, scarcity of transcendent, all of those things.
2: First of all, scarcity. Yeah, I would want something like a National Treasures, Flawless, Transcendent, entire set is numbered, limited print, and you know how limited it is. I lo- From a scarcity standpoint, long-term value standpoint, I love that. I also want a base auto set so I could kind of combine my Sign of the Times chase but have it as a base set. I just think that'd be fun. Um, similar to Leaf Valiant, and like back in the day, it started with Flare Genuine, I think. I think that's the one it started with. I may be wrong. Somebody can correct me. Oh, it wasn't flare genuine. What was it? Authority flare authority. It came with a graded card in the box. I would just love it if every card came out of this particular set as an SGC 10 PSA 10 BGS nine five. I think that'd be great. I I'm of on card only. So again, I would want it to be on card. Jesse's holding his microphone like a rapper now, which I'm finding entertaining um, from a patch standpoint. I would, again, I lean toward what I talked about earlier, like an immaculate type of patch where it's crazy multicolored, but add in the flair of flawless where I know it's game used. And then I would go back to old school 2000s tops where the Super Bowl cards, not only were they game used, they told you what game they were from. So I wanted oh, like a graded, that. numbered, signed on card, crazy unique patch with the provenance of the jersey actually on there because it's game used.
1: That would have to be such a low print hard yeah. products to absolutely. do but it would be amazing to see um mike our producer is going to absolutely hate me uh, but i will tell you i am being super i'm not causing additional noise i just don't want to have the microphone on the stand i wanted to hold it okay. and i'm holding it to the side because i think it looks cool so You're doing it bud kendall kenny wilson we got a three namer double, double kw double kw that's a great. <laughs> okay, there we go. can we um, say it again really fast. Or are we good? No, I think you you nailed it. Um, I'm new to collecting and love your show. Wow, Kendall, starting off strong. My focus Kendall, has been. Is it, this is the.
2: Is this a shared account? I'm I'm noticing the
1: profile. I know That's there's this a is. guy and a girl, and the names. Kendall. You know what?
2: I'm gonna say that this is the woman huh. in the relationship. This is this is Kendall. After I'm we're done reading in it, more I'm gonna do some collectors. research. Look so. at us go!
1: Bring in the female uh, collectors. This person's focus has been on basketball. Her focus. My question is: What would you say are the best sets for each decade?
2: Yep. Interesting. So obviously, tops was the only one through fifties. Excuse me, in the fifties, tops. It's the only set. Sixties is when you had flair, starting with nineteen sixty-one, the Oscar, the Wilt. Uh, as you get into the seventies, eighties, tops and tops again. 90s to me, flare because of the precious metal gems, the inserts really kicked up. The 2000s, I thought Topps Chrome was the best single, not only company for it, but brand of all time. That is what I grew up on. From starting in 2000 to 2010, Topps Chrome was everything for me in basketball. And then starting in 2012, Prism became the king. That's kind of, the again, a rough breakdown of
1: each one. I would like to go ahead and point out that Kendall Kenny Wilson is a man. And it does make a lot of sense when you think his middle name is Kenny. And I've I also never heard found Kenny as a middle name. I also found his SoundCloud Stop account with the same person. picture. What so a creep, man. I always stalk everyone. That's, just know that. Hey, Mike, cut
2: that, please. Give me that clip. <laughs> Don't. I just no, no, clip it. Just let's get that clip. That can be Jesse's response. I always <laughs> I, stalk everyone. Okay. Only my on. friends.
1: Jeremy Mandel with yeah, the already hit this oh, yeah. one in on prison. Yeah, He's talking yeah, about yeah. the
2: excessive checklist. We yep
1: touched it. All right, let's see. Max Crowl Crow Crowell set up my first show on Sunday. Great experience. Love to Do you hear have that. any tips or tricks when setting up at or attending shows? Man, that's a second request for something like that. And we've done that a few times. That yeah, you know I what mean, that means? It means we've got new listeners, and two, it means we need to do it again.
2: Yeah. So Max, I'll be honest, if you were to look through our archived episodes, however you're listening. Before the National last year, we do a big breakdown before the National. We did one before the Wisconsin show. We've done it before. I don't say this to pass the buck, but I just we will do a whole segment in the next month or two as we get up to the National on what we do to prepare for shows. Sit tight, Max. Yeah.
0: Mike, Um, last about
2: the VIP, I don't know anything about it yet, Mike. I have not looked into the passes at the National yet.
1: Uh Aaron Hernandez, what are your thoughts on flawless LeBron Triple Logo Man getting graded with PSA as just authentic with no actual grade designation? Doesn't do anything, You've said that, right? Because it's 101, it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, in this particular case, if someone's gonna spend millions, this makes absolutely zero difference. I don't like the look of it though. Just as from a personal standpoint, I don't know why. It drives me nuts, but that's fine. I will not right. be bidding on the card, so we're safe.
1: All right. So last question. Brandon Velasquez, with top series two, not including Witt Jr., J. Rod, or Torkelson, is the. Hold on a second. He said Tork. Jesse filled in
2: Torkelson. You know who that is? No,
1: that was no, that was wrong. I got it wrong. That didn't happen. Cut that audio. I don't need people assuming that I know. You things. know so much about is, sports. Is there a play to be made with their tops now cards that have an RC logo on them?
2: I think the play here is just wait till update because I think they're all going to be an update. So, And I'm not a huge fan of the Tops Now stuff, to be honest. So I I don't think so. Brandon, if you're getting into them cheap because you just want to have the card fine but like i would not buy those with the intent of like oh i'm going to like flip this or anything because i think the biggest play is just going to be an update when they come
1: out so do you know how many tops now cards they usually put out at a time i thought
2: they printed them to order just about
1: well that's the thing i ended up buying one of like the Wanda franco and then I later thought oh i don't know if this is really worth anything if i can just go out and request one what what stops anybody yeah, else from doing? i mean that? i
2: like that they're they're cheap and affordable and accessible So for that, I love it. Like, hey, if your kid wants, he's a big Bobby Wood Jr. fan, I want that card. Uh, Like, I do think it's great for that. I'm not buying it from a collector or from a flip standpoint, though.
1: So it has its place. Well, folks, that's your mailbag. Thank you so much, Michael Giuseppe and Jesse, for doing your part as well.
2: So there you go. That's the show. Again, just to reinforce the two events coming up, we've got bleaker trade night starting tomorrow night, Tuesday night at 7 o'clock.
1: Oh, by the way, for that Bleaker event, I think what we'll do for YouTube this week is probably just get some footage there and send it over to Jason and have percent. him do something. Okay. Yep.
2: Uh, so that will be, we're going to do a Card Shop Live free app credit for everybody who shows up there and has a QR code. Then we'll do a free break the following night for the Bleaker crowd and the Card Shop Live app crowd. Uh, Card Shop Live, guys, all you have to do is be followers of Bleaker. That's how we're going to do that whole thing as they make their debut on the site. They've um, not the- been added as of yet, though. I don't think so, but they will be by then. Uh, Saturday night, the 11th, this upcoming Saturday, we will be in Mount Juliet, Tennessee, at Nash Cards, opening up the new shop with Chris and Peter, the president of SGC. So come by and hang out. Non Little Caesars pizza will be offered, as well as trade nights. I cannot stress this enough. If you're coming, bring 1990 Marflesh GC 10 cards to bring for me. It's the only I reason I want you to come
1: enough that I, if there is Little Caesars pizza, I will probably still eat it, but I won't be happy about it.
2: And we'll badmouth his business. We'll leave bad reviews. That's fair. All right. There you go. That's Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, brought to you by Spotify, and you can listen to any of your podcasts. Goodbye. Killed it, bro. I'll see you tomorrow.
1: Goodbye.